<laughs> it's well, just there's no way to know. There's no yeah. way to know. Uh, Lisa Battle. Yeah. We made you watch The Fate of the Furious. What yeah. is the, your Eight, favorite right? thing about it? One major compliment. Oh, shoot. My major compliment? Oh, 11-year-olds or maybe 10-year-olds, I'm not really sure, doing the haka is, like, the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to see little girls doing the haka, and then I did, and it so, was fantastic. So, obviously, I know what you're talking about, but <laughs> just in case one of our listeners doesn't, why don't you explain to that person like he's an idiot? All right. So, the haka is a traditional Oh, so Maori Tom Alex, just, yeah, just for kicks. <laughs> yeah, explain. The traditional I mean, his, Maori it's not dance, him. It's a warrior dance that has lots of like uh beating of the chest and sticking out of the tongue to intimidate the other like tribe or whoever you're going to go after so oh, this was from the soccer game that the rock was coaching of his daughters right. so he yes. made a bunch of little girls do the haka straight up and they went for it they like they were intimidating as they were very intimidating do you think that maybe um uh, that dance is the only time someone's ever referred to a tongue as intimidating. Uh, uh, have you seen Kiss Live? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have not on that one. seen it. I'm still towing myself off. <laughs> <laughs> it can be I, really scary. A tongue is pretty terrifying. Yeah, terrifying. Yeah. Maybe I don't know about intimidating. Well, uh, the thing is, you got to remember the tongue is in the mouth of a guy who eats twenty full chickens a day. <laughs> And it's a standing god in front of you, right? You have to context that's is true. important here. You that's know? true. Who is literally bulletproof in this film? Yeah, that's true. But isn't the tongue like one of those bulletproof? Yeah. yeah, I mean we're all rubber bulletproof. We just might give up earlier. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> but I thought all that's right. the most like strong muscle in your body. So like, think about Wait. the rock. If that's what if it is. Muscle. The tongue? Your tongue. It's like really strong muscle. I I think that's either the heart or your jaw. I don't remember which, but I don't. Whatever. Right? I mean, I'm like, going to pretend it is. Okay. I mean, I, mean, I feel like. I, I feel like on me, at least, it does get the most workout of any muscle. <laughs> well, yeah. by the transitive properties of muscles, that must mean the rock's tongue is crazy strong. If that's the strongest <laughs> muscle, right? <laughs> Right, right. This, I, the weakest muscle on the rock's body could kill me. I saw him pull concrete off a wall with his hands. Just, <laughs> Just imagine. More, yeah. So he could <laughs> more exercise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just for the fun of working out. All right, Ezra, what's your major compliment for The Fate of the Furious? Um, let's see. Well, I mean, you've always wondered, who would win against the sub, uh, Vin Diesel or the sub? <laughs> and we got a pretty definitive answer, assuming he could use the sub's own powers against it. Well, of course he beat a sub. His name is Dom. <laughs> <laughs> not, it's not, <laughs> that's a thinker. I like it. When I realized that it was too good for me to... It, I had to take it in for a second. So I wanted to let it breathe when I told you guys, because I was so excited to have like, discovered oh, it. Man, I found a joke that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it works better than... Uh, I... I've been playing uh, basketball recently, and every once in a while, I'll like get by somebody, and then I'll be so stunned that I will not shoot. I'll just look like surprised. That's how I was this with is a that good joke. Moment, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I feel like they they don't only beat each other, right? They do other stuff too, right? I mean, Dom's do other things to subs. Yeah, sure. Okay, <laughs> but uh, let's, the joke, let's 
<laughs> Way less Joker. stuff with um, heat-seeking projectiles, but still, <laughs> they still love it. Well, I mean, it really, really depends how, you know, where you're hanging out, you know, what kind of fun you're looking to have. I, uh, so my major compliment is, uh, I mean, I'm still gloating in my head about that joke. <laughs> I'm just glowing from okay, it. Okay, Alex, act like you've been there before, all right? <laughs> but I haven't. <laughs> I'm not a great actor. Anyway, uh, so my compliment is uh, the man, the Wi-Fi on that Charlize Theron's plane seemed really strong. Well, they did uh, so much like live video streaming and a lot of like. Well, how in. can you hack things that don't have Wi-Fi? That's my question. Did you see that big They're dish very on good. the mainframe? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, they did. That was the sacrifice, I guess. If you want to get great Wi-Fi, you have to have your plane look real ridiculous. No, it's it's like two turntables and like a you know um, and a microphone. Thank you. No, I was looking for another <laughs> pun there, but I couldn't think. Is of that anything. what so Beck was that. singing about? <laughs> uh, Anthony, that leaves you. What is your major compliment for the Fate of the Furious? Um, so I I love bad movie hacking. Uh, oh yeah, and I love to see it taken to a next level, and mm-hmm. seeing like a hack off between two. Genius hackers was a delight when they, they were just literally hack, like, each, hack each other off. When they were just like, "Oh, she's hacking this. I'm gonna hack her back. Oh no, she's hacking me now. I'm gonna hack." That scene was is great. So ridiculous. I wish they got like some guy with like a white guy with threads, another white guy with threads. I guess then like with like to, to like to perfect the hack circle. You know, where just like was like yeah. guys, let me join on this hack. It was uh, it was pretty ridiculous and uh. And it was, they would say, like, computer nonsense. So, like, oh, no, she's built a firewall around me. Yeah. <laughs> but I really enjoyed the fact that we could follow the battle because of big red letters that show up on your mm. on your computer. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Oh, she's winning. Now she's There's winning. There's a big red box that says, you're losing this hack fight. <laughs> yeah. So it's just really oh, clear. I know what it was. <laughs> just all yeah. this stuff like switching on and switching off that same footage of like like oh let's get Good, the sub propeller go guy on. UI oh, no, design is amazing oh that is a recurring theme on this show is my I love uh the the UI design there are very specialized bad guy industries yeah where she's like let's pull up the system and it's just this it's always it's always almost always like blue lines on a black screen like these these grids of like hack send cars into a uh, to rain out of parking garages and you like scroll down to the one you want and then you're like submarine launch code that there someone had programmed that function launch submarine I mean, missile if i understand anything that. about like development alex they went through substantial like rounds of like usability testing on this one and like they had some focus groups it was like you know what i'm not sure i understand where the launch code is like how do i also like, brought in a team to, like, uh they, they found them in a mall they were like we need some bad guys we'll pay you a ten dollar gift certificate to the wetzel's pretzels if you'll come in here and beta test <laughs> our hacker airplane yeah, yeah how likely are you to recommend this hacker airplane to a friend <laughs> Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a, a podcast, a good podcast about cars that go fast. Always have been and always will be. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex Underthing Falcone. And I have such a stellar panel with us today of all stars who don't use Twitter very often. First up, uh, in Northern California, he's at Ezra Fox, but he won't respond. It's Mr. Ezra Fox. <laughs> 
you brought my mom into this. I can't believe it. That's my, that's my spot on Jason Statham. That's a pretty good Jason Statham. If you could, yeah, if you yeah. could just oh, have ten percent more fun. I always like to imagine voice impressions are a lot like Jim Carrey impressions. Is a lot in the face, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> the voice <laughs> isn't. The voice isn't what really gets you there. It's more the face, you know. And that's what, what I'm saying. Yeah. Imagine Jason Statham's face just appeared out of Ezra's face. That's how that impression was. Actually, and if you can imagine just just a Jim Carrey face, actually, <laughs> like while I'm doing the Jason Statham, while I'm doing like a really good Jim Carrey face, while I'm saying that I'm Jason Statham, that would be, I think, the full. That the full, is a the second like level. This, but Jason Statham. <laughs> also joining us uh, from Southeast Portland, he's at Anthony Lopez Part Two on Twitter. Probably won't respond to you though. It's Anthony Lopez. Hey, thanks for having me. I love doing this podcast because here I'm not a guest, right? I'm family, and that's what I love. It's <laughs> like the Olive Garden? Is that it's what like it? the Olive Garden yeah. of car movies. That's what this is. Oh, uh, that's, also, that's a good question. How can they get more breadsticks? How can they? How, how, Ask how nicely. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And here's the difference between me growing up from when I was a kid. I wonder how many calories are in one of those breadsticks. Oh, I guess Ugh. it's not that. Big. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I well, bet I mean, it's a lot. Calories times unlimited is a lot of calories. <laughs> That's true. It's zero. Yeah, 140 or calories times. I will eat them until I die. That's a lot of calories. Um, one breadstick without garlic topping is 120 calories. Even when you're saying a thing on your breadstick, you make it sound like it's gross, not food. <laughs> um, all right, and then also joining us today, rounding up the panel, very our, our very special guest in Queens, New York. She's at abusive Lisa on Twitter, but she probably won't respond. It's Lisa Battle. You may have earned my car, but you also earned my respect. I'm gonna take the car. <laughs> <laughs> you can have respect, respect doesn't have a great blue book value. I'm not really sure how that lesson was taught, or why, or how any of that went down. Well, but I appreciate the sappy line. That was, that was pretty dope. And you don't know, it's just how they do things in Cuba. It's Cuban style. <laughs> well, right. Plus, when, when he does import Dom's respect back into the U.S., huge yeah. tariffs. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I was thinking about them. Like, how did that Cuban guy just randomly get back into the United States? And he traveled a lot. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, that is our panel. This is episode number 387 of the podcast. Somebody usually says wow there. Wow. I know. Wow. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do this next part in reverse order. So here's what I'm going to do. Instead of telling you the fun fact, I'm, or instead of telling you the thing, I'm going to tell you the fun facts about the thing, and you guess the activity that this number relates to. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Okay, I'm in. Cool. This activity is super hot, even just watching it. Russians did it in space first. They were the first people to do it in space. Jay Leno pays people to do it for him. Egyptian tombs have drawings of people doing this. And if you do this for a living, the average salary is $60,000. What am I talking about? Porn star. <laughs> Fan leader of the Jay Leno show. <laughs> I'm guessing that that's probably Union. He probably gets better than 60 k um, Good guess. Oil Lisa, change? what do you think? I don't know, man. Closer. Oh, something about a car? Uh, that would make sense. It's closer. No, uh, the activity is welding. Oh, super hot, fun. even just watching it. Uh, so this is episode number 387. We have now done as many episodes as the Boy Scout troop from Kingsport, Tennessee, 
that is responsible for uh, creating and then earning the welding merit badge back in 2012. Uh, which I kind of welded it. together in a welding accident. That's much. <laughs> well, actually, I guess they still could have been. <laughs> I don't think you could. There are like you could have a super glue accident that sticks you together, but I don't think because it doesn't. Welding is like the it melts the metals to each other, so it have to melt you to a thing. Well, you can use usually you use something to melt like you can use metal to melt like you have a welding metal. That's yeah, almost but, like oh 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 like like so, so, soldering 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 solder yeah. yeah. Man, where's, mean, this is a white collar podcast. You could weld one Boy Scouts like braces to like another kid's like yes, leg you braces. You could do that. You know, <laughs> that's like to his, his his tiny buttons. Did you just design like the next like human centipede? No, he didn't. No. <laughs> Boy Scoutipede. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? <laughs> this gonna is gonna. Happen. That idea is going to seem dangerous, but trust me, it's going to be a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, speaking of burning pieces of metal bumping into each other this week, we're talking about The Fate of the Furious, the new film uh, in the Fast and Furious series, the eighth in the series. And here's the fun thing about this movie. The movie is about fate. Uh, So they the the writer took the fact that it was going to be F8 and worked backwards into what the movie should be about. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, and it, is this movie really about fate? Yeah, they do. I feel like they they do. Done... They, they, they almost weld it in into a couple of scenes. It's not originally there, but they I, just okay. <laughs> no. But seriously, it could have been like if this had been the seventh one. About it was like Lucky Furious Seven. It'd be like this is about like this was bad luck, Dom. Like I don't know what the difference, you know? Like or like I'm sure that's a great joke, as we cut out now at the end Dom. of it. Oh, I didn't hear any of that riff, but I came back to Cloud Nine at the end, so I like it. Great. Um, This movie is starring uh, Vin Diesel, The Rock, Jason Statham, Charlize Theron. Yeah, Vincenzo Diesel. I mean, uh, it's not his real name, so Vincenzo, whatever his real name is. I do like that he changed his name to two car things at the same time. (laughs) Like an amateur move would have been like, my name is Brad Diesel, but Vin. Wait, so you think it's all in caps, basically? It's an acronym? Yes, the first name is an acronym. Now that. Vehicle identification Diesel. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It is fate that he chose his name that way. Anyway, uh, so we're we're talking about this because if you've listened to the series, you know that we're big fans of the show. And it's. It's sad that Chris and Tanya couldn't be here to discuss this because they got me into the series. Um, but they and they are just too busy with work and they send their regards. But good news, guys, we named our kid Chris Tanya after them. <laughs> uh, so well, what you should have said? <laughs> what you should have said was that uh, we were. I don't know. I think we should have. And wait, no, we promised we wouldn't. We promised we wouldn't call them. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Right, right. We right, can't right. call yeah, them. I know. So we, won't. we can't call. Uh, we we really should. Just... No, go ahead. We go ahead, U.S. Well, no, it's just like so. Yes, yeah, so every time Paul Walker's character Brian was referenced in this movie, I was like, I was like, oh, and then oh, and like, but then like, then something blew up and like kind of distracted you again from it. Uh, <laughs> it was weird. It was this weird like whiplash of uh, feelings. What they do did you guys... promise they wouldn't call him though? What do you yeah. guys think the over-under is on, like, is that something they do every film from now on? Like, we should call Brian. Oh, oh wait, we promise not to. <laughs> I, 
I, you know what would be fun is if they played with it. So, like, the next movie, they get a call from Brian, and he doesn't answer it. He's like, no, <laughs> I want you to stay retired. And then the next one, it's like he drives by Brian's house, and Brian is not there, and then they leave. They just keep, they just keep toying. Or, or like, you don't uh, need to, though, because they replaced him with a guy who I kept thinking was Paul Walker. Because I, I have not seen any of these movies. I'm like, there's a lot, there's too many Paul people Walker. to keep like, track no, of. Paul Walker's dead. Sorry, there's too many that people in the movie. That, that was a that was a boring white dude uh, that That's... they replaced. He had none of Paul Walker's charisma. Charisma. Chuchpa. Wait, are you talking about? Clint are you talking about the L- little nobody? Wait, little nobody. Yeah, little nobody. Yes, the guy who was brought in so that when they can't afford uh, yeah. that main actor, they just have a cheap replacement yeah. standing by. No, like, he's the... generic white dude who kind of looks like Paul Walker. A little bit, you know, that's true. But like, he seems it, like he's there to like, like they were replacing him. Real yeah. quick, they brought him in. It was fine. Also, then they named somebody Brian. They really replaced him. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> I'll never mention it again. You guys, you guys know that was uh, Scott Eastwood, Clint Eastwood's son. Oh, I didn't know that until you said that. Yeah, he looks a lot like his dad, but now. none of the charisma. Uh, <laughs> a lot of the face. I, I mean, but his so his the role of that character is uh, Kurt Russell's understudy. <laughs> but like in the movie for some reason, right? Or is he like there so that Kurt Russell can harvest his organs if something goes bad? <laughs> I mean, he... because then he joins. Like unlike Kurt Russell's character, he was like actually driving cars and stuff. I think they're sneaking him in as generic white dude. Uh, so anyway, if you the reason we're watching this movie is because uh, we're very excited about it. And if you want to force us to watch something that you're excited about, go to read-weep.com. Um, so starting in May, by the way, quick little announcement about this. Starting in May, we're going to have at, have at least one Meat Buddy selected topic each month. So our Meat, meat Buddies have a secret Meat Buddy website where they're going in there voting on and suggesting things for us to talk about. And uh, there are uh, whichever one wins or one of the top getters that we can actually do. We'll, we'll review each month. And so if you want to become a meat buddy, go to readersweek.com slash meat buddies and you can join. Um, the uh, current leaders, in case you haven't checked recently as um, mm-hmm. the current leader, vote, leading vote getters are night court, Ooh. captain okay. planet <laughs> and an actual real life monster truck rally. <laughs> <laughs> I, so wait, we, and, and, we'd have to review a thing that no one could have ever seen basically. Unless they're yeah. there with... Well, okay. I'm assuming, and I could be wrong about this because I've never gone to one, but I'm assuming the plot is pretty similar from one to the next. Uh, <laughs> you, you might be right. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I mean, I, I would love to do that. I think that's such a great idea, and it is the, that's the leader, leader right now. But if there is not one scheduled, it will be hard for us to review that. <laughs> I mean, I can. Uh, Caleb has a his own mini monster truck rally, you know, like on the carpet, like pretty much every night. If you want to come over for that, oh yeah, maybe maybe that. Well, I'll suggest that in the Meet Buddy vote system, I'll put in watch Ezra's son play with his toy cars and see if people vote for that. Yeah, yeah. Read-weep.com slash Meet Buddies now, and you can support the show. And thanks to all of our Meet Buddies for uh, for keeping this ship floating down the tracks. Now it's time for the summary this week. The summary of The Fate of the Furious is provided by my friend Eric Henriksen, who is the movie critic for the Portland Mercury. This is his brief write-up of the film. In these dark days, I would like nothing more than to bring light to your life by telling you all the amazing things in this movie, but I don't want to spoil it, so I'll only tell you a few of those amazing things. There are prison guards who make the mistake of shooting the rock with rubber bullets. Robot, r- rubber bullets that the rock returns. 
Uh, <laughs> robot cars take over Manhattan. Submarine, yes. Car racing, computer hacking, which is like car racing for fingers. Charlize Theron as a James Bond villain. Kurt Russell cracking jokes. Ludacris and Tyrese also cracking jokes. The deadly glare of Dame Helen Mirren. Russia, timely. Michelle Rodriguez, Michelle Rodriguez it up. The spine-chilling phrase, Dominic Toretto has just gone rogue. I know. And a single glittering tear that res- that trembles down Vin Diesel's cheek and grants immortality. The shocking secret involving a baby. <laughs> so, that's his summary of the film. Uh, that is what you get if you go see The Fate and the Furious now, you guys. I will spoil a few more because we're more of a spoiler-heavy show. So let me tell you also that The Rock redirects a missile in flight using his bare hands while hanging out the door of his Jeep. Jason but he doesn't Statham- throw it. No, okay, he just redirects it. He- give him all the credit yeah that would be ridiculous um he's he's thrown them before jason statham jetpacks into an airplane then has a gunfight in that airplane while holding a baby in a car seat yeah the rock wins a how he gets that jetpack or how he gets to where he gets with that jetpack not important What's important <laughs> is that he has one and he's using it for this specific purpose. And those jetpacks, they're like, their range is like 45 seconds, I think, right? Yeah. To the extent that we have those right now. So he had to be like in a plane right under that plane. Also, Vin Diesel wins a, wins a race while driving backwards because his car is on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, they drink a lot of Cokes in metal bottles. Instead of Coronas. No Coronas. Yeah, it was Coke and Budweiser all up in this movie. It was weird. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so let me just start. Uh, let's get let's start with the feels dump. Uh, at least let's start with you because I, I I think I have less knowledge of your your. What's your? How do you feel about the series and this one in particular? Okay, so I haven't seen any of them but this one. Oh really? So that was super exciting. All I know about it is that every time I ask my class, I'm an English teacher, like about themes from movies, like give me some examples. They always yell family in Fast and Furious. <laughs> like nice. every time and yes. it's very thorough and I've always and I've just taken to go yes and I had no idea what they were talking about. Now I do. They yeah. were right. Good they job. You hit theme real heavy on this one. That I mean so, sometimes they even put the theme in the name of the movie if it's a sub theme to family. Right. But they also have used it to talk about how a protagonist can be an antagonist. When we discussed that sort of thing. So they're like, well, I Fast and Furious. And I was like, Everybody yeah. in this movie used to be a bad guy at one point. Uh, <laughs> let me just catch you up real... Uh, just a couple of them, Lisa. So, for example, Jason Statham used to be a bad guy last movie. Got that. Uh, the Rock was a bad guy before. Um, okay. Uh, Brian was a bad guy for a time. Uh, okay. Michelle Rodriguez died, then had amnesia, and then was a bad guy. What? Yeah. <laughs> And now she's yeah. just back. <laughs> okay, but he married her. Like, I actually had to go back and Google some stuff because I was very confused why this one girl was, like, controlling him at all. Because I was like, wait, but he's married. I'm not and- sure. I was entirely clear on that either, and I've seen them, so. Yeah, I Googled it. I'm still less sure on that because well, I did watch it with my husband, and afterwards he told me, he's like, just so you know, if one of my exes is, like, kidnapped... I would not try to kill you. <laughs> well, it's such a good Okay, so that's very nice. But <laughs> would he launch a nuclear weapon and possibly destroy the whole world? Because Dom goes real far yeah, for this he baby. He does. He does. He's willing. He's willing to yeah, kind of kill everybody. I don't know if that plan was the best plan. <laughs> the long-term strategy for uh, Charlize and for Dom seem a little weird. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. I, I, uh, the, Lisa, the can you watch the, all these movies backwards now? Can you do that? Do me a favor I, and just like watch seven next I'm and then. Why, I enjoyed the crap out of this movie. So. Oh, I, good. That's part of, that was my next question. Uh, all right, cool. Uh, Anthony, where where do you stand on the series and this one in particular? Um, I have seen uh five through this one. Uh, and that five is like from where my understanding is kind of where they rebooted the series and it became like Mission Impossible esque co action movie, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I've watched this whole series, what I like to consider, you know, the Dwayne Johnson oak, which a- ends in this one, you know, <laughs> the Hob <Yeah>. saga. Um, <laughs> and I, I definitely think so far five is still the best of what I've seen of them. Like I, I like these movies. Best five. I like these movies for what they are. I think like that they're very enjoyable. There's three things I, I think that you have to do with each one of these movies, which is like have good action set pieces, have really fun, like character driven, witty banter, and find something for Tyrese to do. And <laughs> this movie succeeds at two of them pretty well. But that last Wait. one, they just like Yes. It's a lot of that. Like this, I feel like the uh, previous movies find better things for like all the characters to do in the action set pieces, and this one, experts. Yeah, this one felt a little bit more like why? Why are these people here on this mission at this point? Like, that's my okay. Can you just clarify what is Tyrese's point? Like, well, I just didn't yeah, understand his whole as a person. Like, he's usually like the suave, like uh, charismatic one. So they need someone to go into cover. Or if they need someone uh. to like go and like mostly like pose at parodies and stuff, he usually does that kind of thing in every movie. Okay, because yeah, it seems like Joker. everybody had a yeah. purpose. Everybody had a job, but Tyrese, who just wanted to take selfies, and I was like, I don't know how that's helpful. And make fun of the Russian language. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was really important to him is that he does not understand that. I mean, um, to be fair, do you guys? No, no, I'm not. I All do right. not. Now that was Russian well, agents, doing Duolingo. <laughs> oh, was that a trap? <laughs> yes. That was a trap as, and that's what he was passed. known as. I'm not a Russian agent either. <laughs> Wink. Uh, we, so it's, it's funny that you should mention that, that that's your story, Anthony, because we also, me personally, but as the show, we have, this is our fourth Fast and Furious movie. We watched five, six, seven. So that's where I came in as well. Um, and I, do think I should probably go back and watch the first three, but I have not first yet. First four, or the first four. Jeez, I like the idea though that in one they were like car racing people. It's just so strange to oh. me because the Rock can stop bullets with his face. Lisa, there's something you need to know about this series. Okay, so this is okay. the eighth <laughs> film, like in release order, and also the eighth film chronologically. But that is not uh-huh. true for all of the series. <laughs> so Wait, until the last, yeah, they're, they're all like asynchronous. Yeah, they were, they 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 were all crazy. Part three took place between six and seven, and we just <laughs> got up to that. Yeah, this what? That, that's what are you talking about? Tokyo Drift is takes this like Star Wars. <laughs> it's, it's Star Wars. Basically. It's like it's sort of like Star Wars in that we've signed a pact to get a new one every couple years for the rest of our lives. Yeah, right. uh, it's Star Wars, but like imagine instead of like a space opera, they just wanted to make like a Point Break ripoff at first, and then things <laughs> just snowballed out of control. 
there was yeah. some creep, the mission creep. But yeah, yeah, there, there's definitely some mission creep in the writing of this series. So, I feel and like I guess there's also not a what whole lot of explanation do. necessary, though. They they yeah. they explain a lot of it. Just if you can accept the opening, which is just a nonsense race for no reason whatsoever, and then he's all of a sudden on fire with no like with nothing on it, and then he wins. That to me is like, all right, that's what this movie is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like there has to be no explanation. Everybody there's a, like a lot of cars, stupid, stupid lines. I'm in. I was in. So like I mean what I don't need what you need to know about the lore is so there was a character named Han Solo, this is absolutely true, <laughs> who was amazing no. that they killed in yep. three, and he was such a fan favorite that they decided they had to make prequels to build to his death. So that's what oh. four, five, and six are, which are they're like uh, Han Solo is now in this universe, and then they built backwards oh. from that. I don't think his name is Han Solo. His name, wasn't it. His name is oh, it's Han, and then like Solo, like Solo is his last name. It's it's his name is Han Solo. His actual character name, when you say it out loud, is Han Solo. I mean, it's spelled on the Wikipedia page L U E, so I'm not entirely convinced. Oh, Soul. <laughs> And then O. Yeah. Okay, I see what you did there. World. Wait, what? what? Like it's it's Seoul, like 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 South Korea Seoul, and then hyphen O O H. So it's Han Seoul. No. O. I see. Wait, I don't know how much of this is a riff and how much is true. You guys are this like is true. this is really this hard. is true. I mean it. It's well, it better be true because it's not a very funny riff. But I'm okay. confused. This is the spelling of Seoul. All right, Seoul. Han Solo oh. was a person. But his okay, name like is Sol Lu, it looks like. What? No, Sol. Like that's oh, the Wikipedia page. L U E is his. Wait, is so his Han Solo is dead? Yes, Han Solo <laughs> is dead. No matter how you meant that, yes. yes. Anyway, um, <laughs> hey. so Anthony, how do you feel about this one as a, a placement in the series? It's okay. I, I would put it uh, around like I thought around the same quality as like seven was. It's okay. I feel like they uh somebody on this production really loves Dom as a character and really wants to make yeah. him like a god that children run up and pr- like jump around I after mean, the race. Do- Vin Diesel is a producer on this, so I think I know who. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's weird that in every meeting someone speaks up about how they want more Dominic Toretto in the film. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> someone on the production. family. This is the best part of the family. <laughs> But yeah, it was good. I, yeah. I liked uh, I liked uh, the first act. I thought was just so exposition heavy and like retconning all these people who used to be villains as like now kind of good guys. But once like the New York stuff happened, I I was pretty in. Yeah. I mean, I but, yeah, that villain cool. killed Han Solo. Yeah. Also, Jason Statham <laughs> killed Han Solo, and now he's a good guy. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I love Jason Statham just in general. Yeah, well, then you would have hated him as a bad guy. But that's one of the things about the series is that you can almost guarantee that Charlize Theron will be a good guy in the next episode. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was told. Because <laughs> they just, their favorite thing is taking a bad guy and making him good. But then in order to keep the balance of power, one of the good people has to go rogue. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just, okay. it's just, it's something. Anyway, or they I, just get shot, apparently. This is one of those films where I, uh, this is my feels dump, where I loved it entirely, just the whole <laughs> time. And then I started reading people's reactions to it. And whenever they would say something negative, I'd be like, I was just like, I don't understand how you could, 
I mean, yeah, that's true. But how could you say that? How could you think that way? Like, there's definitely there's so many things that that are terrible when you really apply pressure to them. But just it's just so fun and stupid. And I think because the series is so stupid, it's hard for me to be bad at it for doing stupid things. It's like yeah, it is what it's it like is. When you, when you buy a ticket, you're like, let's get dumb. Let's just <laughs> yeah, right. It's like you ate a Twinkie. Like, oh, this Twinkie exist. has too much sugar in it. Yeah, yeah, or the, yeah, the this Twinkie is not as good as I remember from my childhood. Yeah, you, but you're not remembering it because it was. You're not. This is not a croissant. You're there for the. You're getting what you asked for. <laughs> yes. This is on you for thinking it should have been something else. Is what I'm saying. Uh, so I just loved it. But yeah, I've read a lot of people's disappointing reviews of it or disappointed reviews of it. Um, but man, I had so much fun, and I felt like they still had way. They found ways to innovate within the series. Like so, hands down, this is one of the things that the series has to have is like a particularly great set piece and i thought the sub the submarine under the ice was an okay piece but the zombie cars in new york is one of the best yeah. sequences in the se- yeah, in the series was i thought crazy. yeah i would put that up there and it was like, like the, proving they could still come up with something. that's up there with like the dragging the safe in five i think that's like a really fun creative idea yeah. that's like a, just wait. i'd never seen anything like that before that was fun wait wait alex can we like Delve into the you calling them zombie cars for a second because that would imply sure. that they were alive, then killed, <laughs> and then Charlie's there and brought back to life these cars to do her bidding. Well, it wasn't Is Charlie Saron, it was a she was controlling them, but a virus brought them back. The, and it turns out all the cars have that virus, mm-hmm. so you don't even have to be bitten by another zombie car, it can just happen to anybody now. Okay. I stopped okay, watching The so- Walking Dead after a couple seasons because that really irritated me. In case you wonder what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, thank you. Actually, you mean the thing a- we know about zombies? You have to be like attacked attacked by one in order to get the thing. No, it just turns out anyone can have it. Ugh. What? How do they the end? Yeah, right. That's that's the one restriction. Are they fast? Also, no. Fortunately, um, or at least so not when I shamble, left. But anyone can um, shamble. Actually, when I left was when they were in the prison. A- Anthony, have you watched that show? Uh, no, I-, I checked out pretty early. Yeah, Lisa, are you a Walking Dead person? No. I... Okay, good. I was I was really into the first season or two. I but there's a part maybe it's the second season, maybe it's the third, where they go into they're in a prison and they're like, We're real safe now, we've done a good job. And the problem with any zombie story is you're like at some point you're like, we just win and then we just have to start life over again and farm and build technology from scratch. No one wants to farm. Um and no one wants to watch that show. So everyone's like, We have to just keep coming up with reasons for us to walk into a zombie infested darkness. And they were, they were just like, well, there might be zombies in the back of the prison. Let's send unarmed people one at a time back there to find out. And uh, it doesn't go great. And I was like, I don't need to watch this anymore. Wait, feel wait, like- Alex, you gave me an idea. Um, would anyone want to watch just the very the post post zombie apocalypse movie where we defeat the zombies and we just have to like learn how to farm? Just like yes, just just farming like with no zombies. If if someone, I mean, I would be kinetic. shocked. I would be shocked that if no one's uh, proposed this before, so no one's pitched this before. But I love it, and I would definitely make this movie of them. Like, oh. we just start society, but like, oh yeah, that's where a zo- my zombied mother is chained to the radiator and slowly running out of energy. Well, it's also yeah, about so how just... are we going to repopulate the Earth, and things can get weird. Oh, and sexy. Well, also yeah. like unfortunate, like. Incest. Oh. Have you guys ever read? Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, you guys ever read World War Z? That's very, very no. kind of similar. No. It's like um, uh, a book about like what ha- happens, how a zombie apocalypse ended, and how the world kind of went on from it. 
Oh. Mm-hmm. Ez, someone has done that. Okay, good. Ez, this this just in. <laughs> so, someone did that already. We can't do cool. it. Cool. Do they do it with every other thing that could hurt people? No. Because I, I, I have a lot of pitches. <laughs> <laughs> All of them involve farming and incest. It's kind of a weird... <laughs> I don't, don't. I did not bring that incest strain into it. If Lisa, when she comes on as a writer, wants to put that in, right. that's fine. Uh, so, Through arbitration, let me, let me talk more about the zombie cars now. Let me talk more about the zombie cars. Uh, so, uh, let me just describe this thing to you. So, the godlike hacker, Charlie Theron, who just sits in a plane that circles overhead hacking well, things. That's her whole, the whole thing in I the think movie. it's important to say she's not less of a godlike hacker and more of like a godlike middle manager who oversees a lot of great <laughs> hackers. Like, she's, she's really more of like, you hack that thing super efficiently, and then that person does it really fast, you know? Right, uh, well, right. there was the one time where she was like, move yeah. over, and then she's like, tap a tap a tap a tap She did. She, she was good in that moment. She can still yeah. code, which is important. But also, onboarding and especially like passing on company culture to new employees, those are yeah. difficult processes. If she's good at that, she deserves it. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I mean, like, that's actually that's a good question. Guys, would you want to work for elite hacker slash manager Charlize Theron? <laughs> Safe I mean, for her. I guess so. No. Her hacking skills would get me in the door, but her impressive thoroughness and managerial might that would keep me there. I don't know. I'm not about like killing my family for me to join you. Oh, well, I'm not saying you have to. No, no. no you, you. She doesn't leverage you in there. You just. This is like straight up like a Craigslist or Indeed post kind of thing where you'd like. Well, then totally because I actually thought she had some good ideas. <laughs> <laughs> which which one was a good idea, Lisa? Was it stealing the nuclear football so that they can she can launch missiles from a Russian no, sub whenever I she think, wants? Like I kind of like the alligator simile, like the fact that there has to be an alligator to teach you a lesson, and you know. Things suck right now, and I, I'm I'm a little fascist. <laughs> also, I, but I kind of appreciate the fact that she's an abomination that was not cool. I don't like people dying. I'm not a big fan, but she had some ideas. <laughs> Can I just add that uh, that I believe that Mother Russia would never allow the football to get stolen? Not that I'm an agent. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, <laughs> I had lots well, of. I really loved that plot point because I sat there and I'm like, I really like the fact. That no one's super upset about these separatists like completely taking over a base where there's a nuclear. Oh weapon. yeah, so okay, so we gotta do a couple of these in order. Let's talk. About, so the we'll, we'll get the back to the football, but so the thing at least you're just talking about. So there's a, a Russian submarine base, a secret Russian submarine base under the ice, and um, the car chasing superheroes go in and kill everybody there. And right, like when they're understand learning about this, the the briefing is like, oh, don't worry, it got taken over by terrorists recently, and so you can kill anybody you want. And you yeah, don't have to kill anybody. Taken over by terrorists recently. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, because if those were Russian soldiers, this would be a war, right? So they had to yeah. make it like, how can we just fight this base with no, without feeling remorse for anybody? No. Oh, the terrorists just took over this base the other day, and we yeah, hadn't told anybody yet. It was such a great loophole. I love it. Like, just it. Yeah, I love that idea. Like, hey, but no, they're terrorists. So just go crazy like you guys do. This really, just <laughs> really go nuts. I feel bad about yeah, just have some fun. So. <laughs> So then the other thing, though, the nuclear football... Sorry, Lisa, I cut off your riff. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, you know when you're watching a movie and you kind of start feeling bad for goons? Yeah. Like, you're just like, that goon wasn't doing anything. Why'd you got to kill that one? Even in, like, Disney movies, I'm always like, really? The Impossibles killed, like, probably close to 100, like, goons. So many goons. I so 
so many goons. And like that's, my that's view why, is, I hate that. That's why a good time, Disney movie, the goons, like you just bump their heads together and then they conveniently pass out until they're in jail. Not in not in the Incredibles. They literally die. They're like, yeah, it's, it's I mean, bl- good for them. Brutal. Goon be no, gone. I do think, yeah, I think I don't think that being a goon is punishable by death. That's one of, one of the one of the many reasons why I hated the new Batman is he just kills goons for no reason. <laughs> well, the he point is you could kill all the goons in this one. Yeah, this one like no, they're, no, they're terrorists, and uh, we hadn't told anybody yet, but you guys are the first to know. Kill them all. Have fun. Yeah. And so anyway, the, but so back before that, Charlize Theron wants the nuclear football. So here's how she gets it. For some reason, the Russian defense minister is is uh, carrying it in D.C. I don't know if that's how that works, um, but he has the football in his know, in his. Football town. <laughs> he's got the briefcase with the nuclear launch it, codes that is sometimes wait, called the foreign heads of states don't constantly travel to other foreign countries with their nuclear yeah. codes. That doesn't happen all the time. Guys, okay, look, uh, look, 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 Anthony. Better to have it and not need it. All right. <laughs> that's true. I don't know. I guess because the president here has the nuclear has the football. I don't know who in Russia has. I don't he know what their system the defense is. Defense minister. Yeah, but our so defense minister is not more... allowed to pull the trigger on nuclear war. That's. I mean, sure. <laughs> but anyway, so he has it. Okay, and he's in one of four limousines in an arm uh, armored limousines in an armored limousine parade through New York. So her way of getting it is that she. Uh, has her uh, she has a small team she's the team lead and she has them hack into all cars in new york and autonomously drive into that fight and into that parade and crash including all these cars that are in garages many stores up that go flying out and it rains cars down on the limousine i I I just pictured like I, so all the cars like pretty much get there at the same time, which is pretty sweet. But I'm just picturing like maybe there's like a like a like a like a two cylinder like a VW like old like uh, bug that just like like after all the thing cars have gotten there, he's just like puttering along, just trying to get there in time, <laughs> but just like do 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 and can't get to the defense minister like fast enough. Just feels really good, bad about itself. Yeah, there's some cars that had to stop and get gas on the way, and they're still filling <laughs> themselves up. Right, and then like, oh yeah, maybe like gets a pack of gum, maybe some like some funyuns. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I I think well, one of the funny things about this is that like autonomous cars are so exciting, and then you you read about where we are with the technology, and it turns out like if it rains, they can't see anything anymore, and they just mm-hmm. crash into stuff. So we can't test them when they're raining, and so like this whole thing of this whole plan of Charlize's is like, if it rains, all the cars just crash willy nilly, and she doesn't get the nuclear football. I just like picturing it or like uh, it gets confused at a stop sign because they're all autonomous cars. They don't know which car goes first. So they all just sit there forever. Or there's this there's this artist who takes autonomous cars and he traps them by drawing by painting lines that go into traps where there's a circle of lines. So the car doesn't think it's allowed out. (laughs) Anyway, there's so many ways you can mess with an autonomous car that like all of this is pretty amazing but it was still a really great scene it was just such a cool yeah. set piece and i mean uh, my, my thing was like i yeah. thought the whole plan was really brilliant except for the fatal flaw that the only opposition she comes against is people specifically looking for dom so if she hired literally anybody else they would have <laughs> just got the nuclear football so and just true. got out of there right it's oh yeah that yeah, but was, it was personal yeah, she wanted she, to use him, and she wanted that team to die. But yeah. she, 
Yeah, she could have like anyway. I d- her plan with him makes so little sense and is based <laughs> on so many things not going wrong. Well, true. I feel well, like she just lived it on was the edge. Faded though, Alex. So I mean. <laughs> Uh, and really in the that. next movie, when she's trying to explain why she's kidnapped his other baby, it'll be because right. Fanine has said. <laughs> well, this was what no do you guys think that's going to be? Like, she was not the real cipher. She was someone who was also like being blackmailed to pretend to be. Oh, cipher's Ooh. not even a person. It's the it's like the job title. So if you kill her, a new cipher rises. Oh, the new dread pirate cipher. Exactly. Yeah. Or she's like she's like Shakespeare. It's a bunch of different ciphers working together. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't know that, but cipher was part of it, or uh, Shakespeare was part of a team of hackers. <laughs> I um, thought like basically the only way to make them good is like to meet their mom. Is that what? Oh, that's what that I does got help. From the movie. Is that well, if well, you go to the mom? Apparently, that's. I I think you have. <laughs> I do. You have love... to remember the theme here of family. That's very important. <laughs> uh, no, I, the theme is family. <laughs> you got to remember that Vin, okay. Vin does a lot of things, but talking is not his strong suit. Can I just bring up the fact that he wants to, like, he's all on board with betraying his team just by seeing Elena's face. Presumably the baby, ex- also, right? No, no, no. He didn't know that he had a baby until halfway through the movie. So none of this was for a child. It was just for his ex-girlfriend who may or may not be kidnapped. No, he saw... I thought he knew the baby no. was there. No, we when didn't. He was, we saw it was p- like a reveal when she goes, all three of us. And he goes, three of us? It was yeah. really oh. good writing. Oh, man. Yeah, I thought... Because okay, we didn't see enough. so the thing that originally okay so the way that she captures him is she she like uh, gets him in an alley shows him a cell phone picture and he's like all right I'm evil and then they leave <laughs> together and I, yeah and so I just assumed that he saw the baby but you're right I forgot about that reveal it's not so. the baby it's just Elena just chilling and I'm just like I don't think showing a picture of an ex would make you evil like that just well, doesn't okay, make so sense i'll say they, they actually never really broke up because they didn't like each other they just broke up because michelle rodriguez wasn't dead <laughs> yeah so yeah, it's she's still <laughs> in in his defense like they it's left his good first friends. girlfriend came back to life so it was an amicable separation oh absolutely uh on good terms uh i it wasn't a great plan. I feel like that, that was the, 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 the most Weasley thing. Like, I think actually it would have been much more interesting if they could have gotten, like, some actual doubt whether or yeah. not Dom was evil. Like, if, if they could have given, like... No. Cause they tried this, no, because they tried for a little bit. It was like, hey, Dom, you know how you only, like, you think you're only living, like, a quarter mile at a time? Like, what if, you like, your whole life is that way? But then, like, can, like she then, like, lays out, like, a pretty bad life for him on the whole. But, like, if we could actually think, like, oh, Dom was tempted by this, like, there's some things that Dom doesn't like about his, like, his uh, his life with Michelle Rodriguez and everything else, that would have been much more interesting to me. Right, totally. Right. Uh, but that's not this series. That no, is a subtle, You're looking for subtlety in a movie where The Rock redirects a torpedo with his bare hand. Yeah. Like, it's just not the place for that. Should he have used the glove? I don't get your point. He, he picks a taser in a box and opens every cell in a prison. You know, like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it, that it, was Jason Statham, to be fair. That's true. But, okay, but let's let's focus on the important issues here, you guys. Let's focus on the important issues. Jason Statham and The Rock together as both good guys for a minute mm. was pretty fun, right? 
Um, yes. Apparently, there's supposed to be a tag uh, where where they like talk and like maybe have a possible spinoff. And uh, Vin Diesel didn't like that, and so they made them cut it out. So one producer, we can't say who, but someone in that <laughs> meeting was like, "That movie doesn't sound like it has enough Dominic in it." <laughs> that movie doesn't have the <laughs> right familia. <laughs> but yeah, a little product. They were that guy. the highlight. Like their banter was one of my favorite. Like oh yeah, I thought they were really fun. Yeah. Well, and, and Statham is fun, and his scene where he is saving the baby and shooting all the hackers, and he, like, pu- puts noise-canceling headphones on yeah, the baby, yeah. and uh, then shoots, an, but, like, talks to the baby. It's <laughs> so charming. Uh, have you, have you, have you seen other... a little bit? Oh, yeah, go ahead, Lisa. Great. Go ahead, Ez. What were you going to say? Well, just, have you guys seen a more comedy Statham? Have you seen yeah. Spy? Yes. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spy was great. Him. Yeah. I learned to love him then. Yeah, I really liked Spy. Well, I mean, and even in like like Snatch, he is like yeah. sort oh, yeah. of comedy Statham. He is like he does comedy action so well, and I just find him delightful on screen. And The Rock, it turns out, does everything funny and great, and mm-hmm. is so big. I mean, it's just a great combination of things. He's so lumpy in all the right places. <laughs> it's just a fun all the right lumps in all the right places. <laughs> it's so fun together. Um. Oh, I was going to say something else, then I got distracted by that song. <laughs> <laughs> just, just on loop in your head for now. On. Well, I got a couple other questions I want you guys to answer, so we will come back after a short break. So now it is time for lightning Ooh. bonus round. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Live in-game sound effects of lightning Whoa. bonus round. So uh, lightning bonus round is our mini game segment that we play where I just today. It's just questions for you guys, but I have a couple of things that I want to talk to you guys about. Uh, first up, uh, what's left? What's as you did this riff earlier that I didn't hear about Cloud Nine or whatever, but like, oh yeah, what's what's left in the series? I mean, I so just just to cover things they've defeated using their great driving team skills: um, <laughs> helicopter, tank, submarine. Uh, they've jumped cars from tower to tower, mm-hmm. out of an airplane onto the ground. Ben, um, ben. Well, I think it's kind of like Mega Man, though, right? Because like, so they, they 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 defeated a tank before, and now they got a tank. So they defeated a submarine, and oh. now they have, they have a submarine next time. <laughs> they could use a takeoff yes. space station. Yes, it's gotta be space, right? Yes. Wait, lava? Yeah. Have they done lava? We had a volcano boat. <laughs> volcano definitely seems like a good one, and space seems like an obvious. Yeah. In fact, did I actually read something about them yeah, going to space? Yeah, they get asked about that like every last few like uh, press rounds. The writer said something about it, like it's not off the table, That's, but yeah, we're not, we don't have any plans for it. Right. Fast and Furious in space franchise writer won't rule it out and has a killer idea. Yeah, that's one story from Slash Film. Um, yeah. Uh, they- let's see. Oh, look, I get all versions of that question. I get, are you going to space? And please, God, tell me you're not going to space because I'll lose. You'll lose me if you do. The only way I do go to space is if I had something so good. 
<laughs> I'm only doing this thing you don't want me to do if I, unless I really want to. I mean, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look, I would never go to space. I have a moral opposition to it unless <laughs> I have an idea that involves space for these characters. Then I'm going to write that. <laughs> and they pay me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this is all, uh, this is written by uh, Chris Morgan. Yeah. All of these done, movies since three. Oh, so he's the one who took over when they were like, we want this yeah, to be crazy. Yeah, him and Justin Lin came on and kind of changed the like the direction of this franchise with three, you know? Oh, and he's doing one of the Universal Monster Projects coming up. That's exciting. Um, so, Side note on Statham. Oh, Frank Snatch, was only, Snatch was only the second movie, oh. guys. Oh, that was one of his, so that was one of his, like, it was his, like, uh, coming out movie. Yeah, so it was that, and Lockstock was the one before that, basically. Oh, so really? Oh yeah, yeah, cause, Ritchie, yeah, because yeah, he's just he was funny with Guy Ritchie, and then he became all that. He became yeah, and it, also his IMDb page has some of the best names. I think Bacon, <laughs> Turkish, um, Mister B, Monk, um, let's see, Airport Man. It's pretty dope. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you're just being generous. It's not that good of an IMDb page. Arthur Bishop, Lee Christmas. Um, Was it better? I don't know. Yeah, Nick Wilde, Rick Ford. So okay, so besides space and volcanoes, is there anything else you want to see them do with a group of cars? Can they enter the world of cars, the Pixar one? Yes, and just start hijacking like, uh, like Lightning McQueen. Oh god, okay, yeah, Lightning McQueen, but he's like, there's a guy in me. <laughs> no. That would be so creepy. I'm still a person, but there's also a person driving. It tickles. Um. I what else do I want to see? I maybe could we see them do uh like go small instead of big? Can we see them uh magic Micro school machines? bus into somebody? <laughs> oh okay. Or or I, I guess just like, they're like matchbox cars at those yeah, like yeah. Little, Well I, my first thought was maybe like uh slot car racing so that yeah. they're like racing but really high stakes for some reason. But no, I like now then I started thinking about magic school bus where they have to like race the bad guy through my intestinal tract or something oh that's nice or they're just like they all like get their kids like soapbox derby you know yeah i mean that thing with the rock and his and the soccer team it just feels like forced (laughs) well yeah and also when he started talking obviously we knew he was talking to some sort of child sports team um but i it was delightful it was forced and delightful like the whole series yes i know but uh man what yeah what else is forced and delightful um Uh, if you're maybe really optimistic about foie gras ducks (laughs) (laughs) it's good for some people you're like man those ducks sure do love eating (laughs) it's a it's a bad misreading of the situation uh all right uh uh uh, okay. Um, s- second question. This is a this is a movie where they started out as just like normal street racers turned into a group of superheroes. What other uh, do we have? Another idea of a like group of misfits that could turn into turn their hobby can, into a superhero can I say movie? Just an idea I had during this movie. Uh, I yeah. I want them. Wait! Don't don't say that it's after zombies because. No. Bad, this this is just kind you. of related to like where this series has become. They need to eventually re-release the first one that opens with just oh. opens with Vin Diesel crashing a car into a submarine, jumping out. And then you do that record scratch. How did I get here? 
Well, it starts on the streets, <laughs> and then you just jump into the first Fast and the Furious movie. What's what's so weird about this? Because I didn't see the first four, but is there a part where they like pause their street racing lifestyle and are like now we have to learn perfect ninja fighting because we're going to be at a lot I mean, of hand to hand high stakes combat? Yeah. Well, look, they always had to steal stuff, and sometimes when you steal stuff, you got to be good at like you know smacking some people around. I guess that's that's my that's my logic. But was it always about teaching people respect? Uh, that... Respect feels new. Yeah. Family has been, always been there. <laughs> yeah, they did like because cars always. That's 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 pretty constant. I didn't yeah, understand is... that whole Charlie's Theron going. You want to change the world by racing? Like, I like you think you can make everyone good? And I was like, how? He's making people good by by going on drag races where like everyone could die <laughs> at any moment. How is that making anybody good? Like there were so well, many, but like, they have a lot of faith. They have a lot Wait, of faith back, in the extras. Think back, Lisa. Think to that race around around Cuba. He does the Cuban Mile. He wins that race uh-huh. by throwing the car, a burning car, into the ocean. Everyone's fine with that. <laughs> what is the first thing that happens? There's children. So he, he holds happy. a child over his head. Someone just right. gave him a free kid for winning. Tell me that didn't change that kid's life. <laughs> Dom is your father now because he won you in a car race. Your life is better. <laughs> Until Charlize Theron like kidnaps you and like makes him turn against uh, his whole family. Oh, that's true. That baby yeah, is not. That's what I. I mean, that the, even at that barbecue and everything was fine, and the baby showed up. I was like, I don't think you're going to turn out okay. No. A, I think you're even if you get preschool, you're going to be in trouble later. <laughs> preschool usually fixes everything. It but. does, right? That's what that's what I've been led to believe. All right, and then uh, I want to do a lightning round, I guess, with uh, trailers that I saw before this movie because oh, yeah. there was the new Spider-Man trailer, and I was like, yeah. I don't think I could care about anything less than a Spider-Man, a new Spider-Man. And then what? I saw the. the... Will we finally know how he became Spider-Man. <laughs> Liked it. <laughs> I never even knew my parents or what. Anyway, um, but I. Then I saw the trailer for the new Transformers. So uh, I didn't see that. Oh, oh interesting. Okay, so bad. those two I was not into, and then there was the trailer for Planet of the Apes, and I have not seen Dude, any of this so series. It's it's um, it's legitimately. It good, I yeah. I really do think this is like one of my favorite film franchises going on right now. They're really it, they're like. special effects, like wonder shows, really great characters driven stuff. But the monkeys the don't look good, so that part doesn't seem like a special effects wonder. They're monkeys. They, you have to what? see. It's tra- like, yeah, they look amazing. I really do think Weta is doing incredible work. Okay, and what is it? What is this like? Six well, no, or seven? Uh, three. Yeah, this would be three. It's like a, it's a good use of like a reboot of a series. Like, it's really uh-huh. good. I, I, yeah, no, I. I yeah, I'm oh, like if if you no, it's got to be at least four because Planet of the Apes 2001 and then Rise of the Planet of the Apes 2011. That's, that's not yeah, it's not the same. This is Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, War of the Planet of the Apes. Tell their own self-contained story. Those three are okay, but those three are no. not related to the no. 2001 reboot, right? That was a remake because uh, I watched that remake no, and bad. I didn't care for that's it. That's the Tim unrelated movie. Doesn't matter. This one really. Good. Yeah, that was not good. Okay, so I gotta go back and watch Rise of the Planet of the Apes first. Well, here's what I was feeling is because it just looks so cheesy and dumb. But the well, and not not it. It seems like so melodramatic, except that monkeys with guns are really funny to me. And so 
it was like really intense about monkeys killing monkeys and man killing man but then like monkeys running around with guns like they think they're people uh, so, you know what? They they exploit that that you thinking that's that- funny at one point. Uh, <laughs> oh shit. That that's a plot point in uh, in in the second one and for Man, sure. Man, I will still even after they've they've uh, shamed me for it. Um <laughs> so I guess what other trailers were there for you? Yes, How were you guys reacting? Uh, I haven't had Justice. It, oh god. Oh. That made me sad yeah. about the world. <laughs> I feel like Ed Baywatch is on our in our future the and I also t- feel like Baywatch might be a bridge too the far for ta- The Rock. Yeah, I was like, I love The Rock, but th- no, the, uh, I can't go there. The tagline so is, this film may make you wet. That no. was that. Was, yeah. That's yeah. not yeah, how it that's, works for boys. That's exactly everything you need to know. I mean, well, it, de- it absolutely would depend on, well, you know what? <laughs> Watch the movie, Alex, and get back to us and see what happens, okay? I, I will let you guys know. Yeah. Uh, man. Uh, uh, the Atomic Blonde trailer? Uh, Justice, Justice League? League. Oh, uh, yeah, good. I saw that too. Oh, yeah. Atomic Blonde? Yeah. Oh, wait. It's, like, it's the guy who did, one the of the guys who did John Wick. He's doing that, but with Charlize Theron. He's just doing yeah. John yeah, Wick with Charlize? Good. Okay. I, I saw that. I watched that. I didn't. I didn't care for the look of it, and then I didn't care for it when I first saw it. But now that I know it's that person, I'm into it. I love Charlize. I'm. I'm down with uh, her. And as I, yeah, I yeah, also like saw that Justice that. League trailer in front of uh, this as well. Oh yeah, looks yeah. so oh. bad. Uh, I am not interested. <laughs> yeah, I was getting more and more depressed, and then I was really happy, and maybe. Maybe that's why I want to see the Spider-Man movies because everything else that I saw before it looks so horrible. I was yeah. like, oh, I can follow the people no, talking. I am so not. This is the third Spider-Man in my lifetime, and I, I don't know. need that. Wait, oh, as in like the third different actor? Yeah, yeah. no. The third yeah. rebooting of this franchise since I've been alive—that this is too much. It's too much. That's true. Well, the first yeah. one was the boot. So but it's this the, one has Iron Man in it. It has Iron Man in it, and that's kind of cool. I am. Uh, I feel like Iron Man's charm is wearing out, and I feel like. But him ta- how about? Like- I'm sorry, you guys. I'm look. I'm not the whole. The whole Marvel Cinematic Universe does not do anything for me. This what is about, not a thing. That what I about like. Michael Keaton's charm? Because I think that's going strong. So, <laughs> I, I, I want to see charming. it just because Michael Keaton's playing a villain in a Spider-Man movie. I think that sounds like a good time. I find Wait, Spider-Man also Guardian? to be one of the least like compelling superheroes. I just I don't want to watch a child do anything. Even less okay. compelling than like Aquaman? Yeah, I, actually I was kind that's the thing in that trailer. I was like yeah, the one person in this world I'm interested in. It's Aquaman. What's that yeah, guy up to? Called Drago Aquaman. Yeah, Drago Drago Aquaman. Aquaman. No. Didn't no you find him at least it. a little bit? He, he just he seemed interesting. Like if I met that guy at a bar, I'd be like you got a story to tell. You've made me wet. No, <laughs> not but sexually. Guardians, he is Guardians. wet. It's it's gotten on me. <laughs> yeah, it wets everyone. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, that's oh, the yeah, Guardians. Right. Guardians. Oh, yeah. Guardians. Guardians. Oh yeah, yeah. Guardians. I like. Okay, that's Marvel. It is. Is it? Is yeah. that in the CU as well? Yes. It yes. Is. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Here's what I love about it. Doesn't mention any of those other idiots. I don't have to <laughs> deal with them. Well, some of their like nemesis, like the. The actual stone. Never mind. It, yes, they're connected. Yeah, I like. Yeah, that that one was great, and I uh, and um, 
I like the one with Ryan Reynolds that was funny. That was good. Deadpool? What was that one? Oh, Deadpool? That's Deadpool, not- yeah. Oh. That was fun. So That's not... That's not? What? Well, it's not the same. Uh, it's not the same universe. No. That's not well, Marvel Cinematic? It's the same universe, but it's not done by the same studio. Fuck. Oh, because that's through... Yeah, X-Men's own his own thing. Yeah. It's not It's not connected to the uh, MCU. Oh, yeah. God damn it. Uh, I can't handle it. It's just too much. Well, it's then each one of them has a. They have a funny thing too. Um, and I like that one. Anyway, uh, I feel like this is like what few friends I had left in this on this show is, have now left. There's me. enough other people who who like actively say they hate it. That's like it's a thing that people say sometimes. Also, so you're, you you yeah. I bet you can find other haters and you'd be like, probably hate them also. But you hate, could be hate at me, guys. If you uh, if you I'm not. No, not hate at me. Hate along with me by adding me on Twitter. I would love to talk about it. I just... It's not that I hate it. I just am so tired of it and, and not particularly excited about any of it. Um, and the idea of, like, watching a child be sassy to Iron Man, I just don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I felt like I could not care less while it was happening. I really did feel like that. And then Transformers 9 comes on the screen, and I was like, touche movie previews. Wait, that's another one where I'm really lost because I thought Shia LaBeouf was the person in that. No, yeah, he wasn't in the last one. <laughs> Moki Wahlberg is now the main guy. Mark's, I think, the only one that I've movie? seen as the guy. So we saw the last one, right? We saw. Uh, no, 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 this one looks like children are fighting robots, and I'm very confused. Okay, so there's a Bumblebee spinoff coming out next year. The last night is this one. Age of Extinction. Is that the that one we saw the for this show? One, yeah. It must be. Wait. Yeah, it was 2014. Did you guys see the trailer where there were elephants attacking, um, like, King Arthur? It was very oh, confusing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why is there that? Because Guy Ritchie yeah. is making a King Arthur oh. movie. So that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> There's elephants? <laughs> I did like the elephants. That was the one part where I was like, oh, 70 foot tall elephants? I'm interested. I'm listening. I like Jude Law. Yeah, I do like Jude Law, too. I like um, bad Jude Law, too, when he's bad. We watched Transformers Dark of the Moon. We watched that one back in 2011. Man, this show's been on the air for too long. Um, <laughs> we jumped over that giant elephant a long time ago. Anyway, that's the Game of Lightning bonus round. Uh, super fast, super lightning, always has been. <laughs> play along <laughs> on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, and now it's time for our minor compliments. So we're going to go in reverse order. Anthony... You're up first. What is your last nice thing you're going to say about the fate of the I, Furious? I like, okay, so I went into this movie in the back of my head being aware that Helen Mirren was in, in this film somewhere, but I wasn't thinking about it. And when she showed up. <laughs> Wait, no, was that just I, a feeling you got? Or yeah, was I, like just, Mirren I, I had read a thing Helen Mirren was in, but I, did, I, I wasn't, like, I had forgotten she was in it. So when she showed up, just like this great actress having a lot of fun in like two really silly scenes, we haven't mentioned her at all. I thought she was really great in this movie. I thought, really fun. She was. Yeah. She's Jason Statham's yeah. mom and Luke Owen's mom. Uh, uh, not and, Luke and, Owen. and Luke Owen's mom. Luke Evans. Luke Evans. Yeah. Luke Evans. Owen is his name in the movie. Somebody. Yeah. And Clive Owen's mom and every British person's mom. <laughs> John Oliver's mom. <laughs> uh yeah uh all right i'm pretty happy anytime she shows up in a movie i think there's she's like one of she's there's a couple people like that on on my list and and she's definitely one of them oh yeah yeah she's so fun and uh all right um 
my I I left this blank and I thought I would think of it, but instead what I've done is I've said a lot of things during the show that I would have used as compliments if I remembered it ahead of time. Um, I I mean I think my, really I do think my favorite thing about it is that they because it was original we saw as like the working title it was just F eight and we there were like posters of it called F eight before it got a full title. And I like that they did work fate into it so much based on that naming scheme. And like, if this movie had been instead of called Fast and Furious, if it had been called like The Sad and the Curious, then this movie would have been about skating. <laughs> and I like that. Uh, wow, that's. I mean, this is the time in the, in the compliment where you would usually give me a hard time for having such a weak compliment, but I want to show you leniency because I'm hoping you're going to show me. <laughs> All right, as fire when ready with, and I get it. I'm gonna tell you this ahead of time. Whatever compliment you want, <laughs> you have earned a pass, my friend. Thank you for your leniency. I uh, I like hanging out with you guys on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you're, all, you're all great people, and yeah. uh, and oh, I mean, honestly, like I here's the other thing. Wait, that wasn't um, honest. Well, no, that is that is totally true. But I guess that there's like because we're talking about familia, uh, I. I uh, I actually I did text uh, Chris and Tanya right after this. Like I read it and said I was thinking about them, and uh, they their their tweet their 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 I guess their their text game was pretty strong. In that um, Chris uh, texted me a picture of uh, of him hanging out at a, a bachelor party uh, in Vegas, and Tanya texted me uh, a picture of uh, a lot of uh, leftover slices of pizza, uh, <laughs> and uh, and a, a newly, so they're both uh, doing well. Yeah, oh no, it's all they're all they're everyone's ha- everyone's pretty happy on the whole. I I think. I mean, you know, you, you know, I mean, they're not talking to us. Uh, no, but and I, think- I I when I was talking to Chris about trying to get him back and he really wanted to but he couldn't because of work and I was like, I you promised me you had Scheduling all this fun conflict. stuff planned. Okay. That was you had you said you're going to do all this fun stuff with your new free time now that you're not on the show anymore and he was like, "Yeah, that was also the plan for me." Uh, <laughs> and then work just killed him, so I, that made me a little sad, but I'm glad you got to go to Vegas and Tanya got to have some uh, p- pizza. Wait, oh wait, did I say Vegas? I think I just like I just filled that in that word like automatically after bachelor party. <laughs> yeah, that's not where he was. Then <laughs> so that was a straight up lie. Sorry. Weird. Uh, yeah. No. That uh, uh, that defaulted. Uh, Jersey Shore actually was even more fun. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. So hanging out with with you know like oh, Ron. Pretty fun. Sure. Well. Stellar compliment, my friend. And now to close it out, Lisa, what's your minor compliment for Fast Eight? Mine's gonna be lame because I already told you about Jason Statham being awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank you. That was the hot tip that I needed. Though. <laughs> I appreciate it. I mean, with a baby though, Jason Statham with a oh, baby. Oh, that sequence with the baby was was better. Like I wanted to hate it at several moments, and I was like, "This is too you well done." You couldn't. Okay. So for realsies, my compliment is when. The ending is on a rooftop with a barbecue. Yeah. And I, I, do all the movies end at a barbecue? I feel like they've all ended at a barbecue. Yeah, probably, but not on a rooftop. That's true. Actually, We've had like a beach one. Um, I don't think this... Well, this is not the... It may, it may not be the only rooftop, but they're not exclusively rooftop barbecues. But can I just tell you that rooftop barbecues are really fun? My My own building has a rooftop with a barbecue. Oh, you got a roof deck? Oh, that's <laughs> pretty cool. pretty great. Pretty cool. And that's what I remembered because it's starting to get really nice out in, in New York City. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> so excited that I'm going to have a rooftop barbecue. That is also a bit of a stretch that I'm going to allow. 
Wow. Hey, great that's college. nice. Cool. I great wanted compliment. To be Anthony, so you probably wish you'd gone after me. It would have been a lot easier. <laughs> Uh, that is it for our show everybody thank you so much for joining us we're going to be back again next week next week we're talking about it I'm sorry next week we're talking about <laughs> it the 1990 uh, uh, adaptation of the Stephen King book about clowns you know, just talking about, about IT like you know like IT services like this this hot new thing sweeping in the 90s we're talking about one of those two things <laughs> whatever it is we're talking about it um also, I uh, we're going to have a very special guest, and that guest is going to be is a, I, I, is a is a professional clown, is a well respected professional clown, and uh, the best part of that is while I've been booking with this person. Wait, what are those words in that order? Because that does not know, make sense. I know, uh, but my favorite thing is while I've been working on the booking, uh, when I've had trouble, I'd be like, oh man, I can't get a hold of this fucking clown, and it's so fun. <laughs> It's been really enjoyable trying to trying to talk to this fucking clown. So we're talking about it with some fucking clown. That's coming up next week on Read It and Weep. And uh, really quick before we go, it's time for the corrections department. So uh, we got... A, uh, I feel like we just ate a magic mushroom. Like, <laughs> that made it bigger, right? You feel taller? Yeah, absolutely. I feel <laughs> like I could take one hit and then go back to my normal size. Uh, so this is uh, from Leanne who, uh, in regards to uh, something that I said in the Weekly Weep or that I did in the Weekly Weep. I'd, in the Weekly Weep number 128, which came out last week, which I highly recommend, which involved me a long explanation of why uh, I don't think Emma Watson and I would ever actually work out as a couple. And uh, and interestingly enough, the fact that she doesn't know who I am didn't come up. But anyway, uh, so... Uh, one of the things I did in that in that weekly week was I included a picture of a lizard playing a leaf as if it, holding a leaf as if he was playing guitar. Mm, yeah. Ian sent me this article about how those cool small creatures doing things photos might be fake. So according uh, to this Gizmodo article, there's uh, some weird animal cruelty going on where people like string up lizards in weird ways and then take pictures of them and then Photoshop out the string. So there might be a lot of thread involved. Like, there's a, f- a, f- a photo of a frog double th- flipping you off. That's the internet's had a lot of places. Um, anyway, apparently that frog might be like his fingers might be attached to a. Uh, a I wire. mean, that's not correction so much as is making you feel bad about the thing. Yeah. Yep. Right. That's what it is. Yeah. So I have a feature, uh, an occasional feature on the Weekly Weep called Alex Ruins Something For You. And uh, so this, instead of the corrections department this week, it's called Leanne Ruins Something For Me. <laughs> so thanks, uh, Animal Cruelty. Um, just drifting into my subconscious and ruining something for me. Uh, Leanne does say, but I love the show and the Weekly Weep. Thanks. And so thank you. I, uh, whatever people send his email, by the way, for the corrections department or other things, and I read it on the air. I don't read the part if they say "love the show" because um, it feels braggy. But I've listened to a bu- I listen to a bunch of podcasts where they, when they read their email, they're like big fan of the show, and then everyone's like, "Oh, that's sweet." And so I wonder if maybe you guys just think that every emailer doesn't mention whether or not they like the show because uh, I've been editing those all out. I mean, if you say it, I don't believe you, so it doesn't really oh. matter. <laughs> well, that's true. There's not a lot of accountability here. Uh, <laughs> Leanne went on to say. That Alex's minor compliments are the best part of the show, and really tie the whole thing together. They should have more Alex in the spinoffs. Yeah, what we're really, (laughs) 
one yeah. producer in the meeting thought that Alex needed a larger role on this podcast. Anyway, thanks again. Thanks to everyone who emails us. Uh, podcast at readdeskweep.com or you can hit me up on, uh, hit us up on Twitter and Facebook and everywhere else. Um, and we will include your stuff in the corrections department when necessary. And thank you as always to our meat buddies who keep the show going and who are voting on our upcoming topic. Readdeskweep.com slash meat buddies. And then thank you so much to at Anthony Lopez part two. Thank but not so on Twitter very often. Me. Thanks, Anthony. And at Ezra Fox, never on Twitter. Uh, yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> and at Abusive Lisa, who created a Twitter account because I gave her a hard time. She used it just to abuse me twice and then disappeared forever. <laughs> she used to be an egg and then they took that away from her. So oh, now really? she's just a shadow. No, you don't get to be an egg anymore because of the shadow? racists. There were too many racists on Twitter saying abusive things that were just eggs, and so Twitter was like, we'll solve the problem by changing the avatar, letting them still be racist and, and harass you. It's not a great company. <laughs> well, they tried. Yeah. <laughs> the important thing is that they were having fun with their friends. All right. Uh, so that's it. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. We'll be back again next week to talk about it with some fucking clown. Goodbye.